Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. <laughs> Tommy, Ocean Chinook or Puget Sound Coho, what is your palate favorite? And you drop yeah. that kokanee on top of that barn door halibut's head, 67 feet of water, and he was not happy about that. Well, I don't know. What do you think? Boxers or briefs? Ooh, I'm going to have to go with a European cut speedo. Fantastic. Excellent choice. I yeah. love tuna. I do love tuna. Heck yeah! <laughs> hey, you know, I have a buddy who refers to Canadian geese as flying carp. Obviously, he's not cooking them. <laughs> he clearly, right? Oh, ocean shook. Seriously? Hands down. Really? Hands down. I don't fish for coho. Ah, good point. Hey, speaking of grind, can you tell the difference between ground deer and ground elk? Honestly, taste the difference. You know, Dwayne, we only get one chance to live this life. Mm-hmm. And you will always regret the things that you don't do. So you know what I tell people? Buy the damn boat. Hey, you know, the facts are some days are just a grind. Welcome to Fish Hunt Northwest, the number one fishing and hunting talk show throughout the Pacific Northwest and beyond. Now here's your host, Dwayne England, and of course, the infamous Tommy Donlan. Well, hello and welcome to Fish Hunt Northwest. Dwayne England, Tommy Donlan, coming to you live from the Fish Hunt Northwest studio located here in Olympia, Washington, on the shores of Summit Lake. For now, Thomas. That's right. For now. Pending. Well, yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that all comes together. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, good to see you. Yeah, man, this weather, huh? Oh, it's beautiful. Unbelievable. Yeah, you can't complain about this. And we just get to keep on fishing, and we're going to get into yeah. a whole bunch of that. Got a lot of content to cover tonight. want to welcome everybody to the show. If you're joining us here on Root Sports for the first time, thanks for stopping by. And make sure you take some time, check out all our content on our social media platforms, and of course, our webpage at www.fishhuntnw.com. There you're going to also find some coupons that you want to take full advantage of. The Edge Rods coupon... Uh, you're going to save 20% on all rods you purchase through Fish Hunt Northwest. The coupon code is FHN20 at checkout. If the rods are all not ready, not previously on another special or reduced pricing, you will save 20% on every purchase. Also, additionally, Phelps Game Calls. Tommy, it's almost time to start. Well, you better be practicing now. Uh, elk season is just around the corner. Uh, Phelps Game Calls, Fish Hunt NW10. You're going to save 10% on all the Phelps calls at checkout, and that goes on for the rest of the year, the entire year. So, Tommy, great time of year to take advantage of a number of fisheries and opportunities. I mean, it's that mm-hmm. crossover time, right? We, yeah. we got, now that, you know, the lower Columbia has opened back up. So here on the west side, we can enjoy going after those Chinook and some coho that are already starting to show up. Um, and in or even out in the ocean, on right. some of those shallow water fisheries yep. for those coho, we're running those, uh, running those edge rods, those uh, 360 yep. pros with lead. Yep, and halibut's opening back up in August. Halibut's and opening back up in August. I'm a big, big fan of the uh, the 5.8, 80-pound yeah. uh, edge rod, Phenomenal too. Phenomenal rod. Yep. But uh, the nice thing about this 360 pro is it's our crossover rod, so to speak. People ask me, hey, what yeah. do you use for downrigger fishing? 360 pro. <clears throat> 360 pro. Well, I thought you used that for your lead fisheries. Well, I do. Same deal. Because it's designed... Uh, to run in cadence with those 360 flashers. It's right. about how the rod loads up, and we've talked about this on the show in the past, and then that recoil and how it, with that lead, and works together with the load and unload and that release, and it gets that cadence and that whip going on those mm-hmm. 360s. But it's also ideal in how they design the rod with the blends of the composites and the components in the glass. Mm-hmm. The amount of glass in that rod is very forgiving. You can crank that son of a gun down your downrigger all day long. And I do. Usually my rod tips are in the water. <laughs> exactly, know? right? Yeah. You, wanna, yeah, you want it loaded. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't understand guys that fly their flags. I have no idea. And they're on the troll, yeah. right? And they're just letting them things out there just kind of whipping. Right. And it's like, no, man. These things are designed to be under load, under tension. Yep. Because you gotta you gotta compensate for all that slack in the system when it releases off that clip. You do. Yep. And the great way to do that is your rod is a catapult, man. It's gonna just start loading and bury mm-hmm. those hooks for you. Let the rod do the work, and these 360s will get it done for you. We're gonna continue to talk about it because it is that time of year where we're taking advantage of these lead fisheries in our downrigger fisheries, yep. and we're using those Edge 360s. Check out the 925, 12 to 30 pound. 
Uh, it's a nine foot two rod. Those are ideal for out the back of your boat. And the SAR 1065, 10 foot six. 12 to 30. And they also make a 1066, 15 to 40 yes, as well. But yeah, I'm, I'm still a big fan of the, the 1065, You're not uh, 12 to 30. That's the one that I'm using day in and day out with the- Gets uh, it done for everything we're yep. trying to do. So you can go heavier, as you said. You know, if you're gonna run those 24 ounce lead balls and some of these ripping currents, you may wanna throw a couple of them 1066 on your boat just yep. to have that extra, you know, uh, uh, beef in the lower section of that. But you're gonna get it done with the 1065s all day. And you're gonna save 20%. So. Alrighty, uh, running down the show. We got a lot to get through here tonight, buddy, and uh, several guests lined up. Uh, Lower Columbia River is open for business. How was opening day and some options to find success? We're going to bounce around and talk about a few different opportunities there, so make sure you pay attention. Then, of course, it's that time of year, Tommy. So, Kwame Valley Ducks Unlimited Annual Banquet. Such a great event. Chairman Mike Olson is here to tell us all about it, why you need to attend this event. It is phenomenal. Also, Gig Harbor Puget Sound Anglers, 27th Annual Salmon Derby. We have all the details. A lot of folks are thinking it's closed, Tommy, because Area 11's closed, but uh, not so much. we still got opportunity, and they're going to continue with the derby, and for good reason. Uh, then we're welcome back our good friend Brian Lynn, VP of Marketing and Communications at Sportsman's Alliance. Funding removed for Hunter's Ed in public education. Your current administration... The Biden administration, they've done this in their gun control uh, uh, move. And also, bringing back Ryan Elwell, President and CEO of Mission Outdoors. Hey, it's tuna time. Tommy, it's time for the WTC. Tommy and the crew will be fishing the Derby. How about you? Also, we got a bait lab tonight. Uh, Brad's 360 flashers and mini cup plugs. If you're not using these in Puget Sound, you're missing out because they've been working fantastic. We'll close out the show with some tips from Tommy on the WTC, if you dare enter the waters while he's out there battling it out for that first place trophy. So, lots to get through, lots of guests lined up, lots of content. Don't go anywhere, jump out for a quick break. We come back, we have a little discussion on this Columbia River Houts fishing, the opener that just was on August 1st, and things to look forward to. All that coming back right here after this break, Fish on Northwest. The Pines Marine is the one-stop shop for the Pacific Northwest Angler. Defines Marine guarantees the best price on a new and best service on a repower for your current boat. Defines Marine is a Honda premier dealership and one of the largest on the West Coast. Defines Marine is a boat dealer who proudly sells Defiance, Allied, and Arima boats. All boats are built by West Coast fishermen for West Coast fishermen. Defiance Marine has all your boating needs to help you get out on the water. If you're looking for the best fishing rods in the world, you really do need to take a look at the edge rods. I designed and built new machinery, and I think this new machinery has enabled us to build blanks like no other company could build without this equipment. There is no other rods in the world that are as good as these rods. You owe it to yourself to take a good look at them. All right, welcome back here at Fishing Northwest. And uh, Tommy, don't know if you missed it or not, as you were probably at work, but August 1st was the reopening of this lower Columbia River that so many people are looking forward to, right? Yep. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of, lot of uh, discussion, a lot of excitement about buoy 10, and it's always, hey, how's it going to fish this first week? And, um, you know, Notable is uh, going into it August 1st and through, like, the 4th. Big tides because we're on a full moon cycle. Yeah. Right, big tides. A very big moon. Yeah. Very big moon, yes. Yeah. And um, not to mention the water temperature. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it would be warm, but where I opted to go fish on August 1st, and we'll get into this a little bit, 73 degrees. Now, is that in the morning or is that midday when the yeah, sun's come up? That was probably 10, by 10 o'clock in the morning. 10 o'clock already. it started out about 72.4, something like that. And okay. we were hitting 73 degrees by 10.30. Wow. Yeah, yeah, really warm, right? Was that was that incoming outgoing? Or? So we had outgoing tide pushing okay. pushing hard again. Big tide, whether it's outgoing or incoming, it affects the river, you know, way up. So yep. you get a big push of water on these monstrous tides, 10, 11 feet, you know, foot tides. Yep. That's flushing a lot of water way up into the river, mm -hmm. which is good for the lower section because you're bringing all that cold ocean water in. Right. Which is good. That's going to keep moving those fish up river. Uh, they're going to go in on that cold water and that big tide, but then they're going to hit, get hit by that wall resistance. They're going to get hit in yeah. the face with 73-degree water, right. 72, whatever it is up there, you know, beyond Tongue Point, if they dare go past that. Um, and then, it, then it, you know, it's, of course, it's mixing, the salt's on top, and it's, it's churning up. But mm -hmm. um, my buddy Kyle Bushelman, I asked him, hey, what are the water temperatures out there, you know, where you're fishing? Um, are you out in the ocean? Because the ocean fishing's just been, like, lights been out. Phenomenal, right? yeah. Yep. 
And yeah. uh, the lower river has been fishing, uh, depending on the tide. But where we're getting that, that uh, estuary water, where we're mixing that salinity, uh, water temps are varying anywhere from 64 to, to 62, 60, you know, depends mm -hmm. how far up river you are. And obviously yep. the farther up you go, the warmer the water is going to be. So yeah. definitely a hardware show. Not a lot of guys run a bait that I've talked to. It's uh, just not conducive. Definitely where Jordan and I were fishing is spinners and, you know, hoochie spinners and, and uh, hardware. Now, is that because um, of the turbidity of the water, or why, why do you say that? Well, that, that warm water really softens that bait up really fast. Yeah. If you're trying to cut plug that bait sure. and run it in 73-degree yeah. water, that front yeah. edge disappears pretty quick on you. Now, you yeah. can run it in helmets. Yep. And you're gonna, it's going to last a little longer. But if you're running anchovies and helmets, those bellies are going to soften up pretty quick. Yeah. Right? Did you, did you expect the outgoing tide to be good on the bite? Or were you, were you kind of sitting there thinking, okay, I might have to wait until the incoming comes in? Or what, what was your thought process? Yeah, going to where we were going. And, again, uh, that section of the river, when I'm looking at the tide, and I can see it's a five-foot tide exchange in that section of the river where mm – -hmm. Like moderate tides, you're going to have about a two-foot swing there, so you're trolling either direction all the time, and fishing's you know pretty sure. consistent, right? Yeah, right. Scope of line, weight of ball, the whole thing, consistency. Yeah. Um, I was moderately surprised to go downriver on a you know pretty fast troll, mm -hmm. turn around, realize I got to put the twenty ounce balls on yep. to get back down on the deck, and when yeah. I swapped out, it wasn't thirty seconds to a minute that first rod went off. Yeah. Yes, I was pleasantly surprised. Of course, morning bite presentation with some glow, yep. right? Yeah. Trying to do the things that would be conducive to generating a bite. First thing in the morning, low light conditions, somewhat stained water, rip and tide. Let's get it on the deck. Let's make sure we're right down in their face and let's see if we can't yeah. pull one. And um, yeah, so it happened relatively quickly, which I was, was a nice surprise, you know? Yeah. A little, uh, little north of 20 pound fish to start the season off. That's a bad, great way right? to start it off, yeah. Jordan and I were like, yeah, this yeah. is a good start. And um, uh, and what was the current when you were, so when you first started in the morning, how fast was it going? Uh, we were downhill troll 4.2. Okay. To get, to get my, you know. So the speed of water was probably two and yep. then you were going two yep. on top of. Yep. To make okay. sure, because it's usually yeah, about overcome. a two mile per hour window where you're, if you're fishing those 360s, get that one second cadence thump. Yep. yep. And really that's the key, right? When we're fishing those 360s, I don't care what the river's doing. Right. You just need to adjust to make sure you're presenting the gear yeah. in the right latitude and, and, you know, make sure you're getting down on the deck. Mm -hmm. Now, if you turn around, you got a rip and tie like that and you think you're going to fish it and you're trying to cruise back up river a mile and a half an hour and those rods are just banging. You're like, this yeah, ain't working. It's not going to work. So you yeah. may be forced to do downriver troll, you know, run back up, run back drop up, in, troll. right? Yeah. But we were able to turn around, drop the 20 ounce lead on, and doing 0.5 to 1, depending where you're at in that current seam, because you got rivers coming right. in and the flow changes, and you hit yep. a soft pocket between river flows, and all of a sudden you look up and you haven't touched the throttle, but you're doing one mile an hour. Right. Whereas down over here, you're just doing 0.5. Right. Now, I noticed on the Brad's flashers, too, you've got different pins, right? Yep. So you can control how they perform based on the current. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. the nice thing about it is the only adjustable pull point on any yeah. 360 flasher, which I have found to be extremely conducive to your environment and your yeah. river current, right? So if you get a really soft current, like on the Chehalis or something, yeah. and you want that thing thumping a little more, um, you set that in the center of pull point or the very bottom one, and it's gonna really and start. it's gonna go. It's gonna go. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, uh, okay, lots of opportunity there. We got uh, not enough time to talk about it all, but the river's fishing well. Find a place, uh, go down to buoy 10, fight the tides, move up river little softer tides, hopefully, as the week progresses. There are fish around, and uh, we're going to continue to go after them. All right, we're going to jump out for a quick break. We come back, going to introduce you back to uh, Mike Olson with uh, Snoqualmie Valley Ducks Unlimited Chairman, and we're going to talk about this uh, annual banquet coming up on August 17th. Don't go anywhere. Mike Olson, we come back from this break right here, Fish on the Northwest. Allied, the new leader in heavy-gauge aluminum boats. Allied boats have standard reverse china and lifting rakes to help you plane faster and run at lower RPMs. Allied boats have several models to choose from, ranging from a 19-foot Mustang all the way up to a 32-foot Liberator. So regardless of what type of heavy-gauge aluminum boats you are looking for, Allied boats will have it for you. Contact Allied boats today to learn more about these incredible fishing machines. 
All right, welcome back here to the show, to Wayne England, Tommy Dolan, and welcoming back to the show, it's been a bit, uh, Mike E. Olson, Mike E. Olson Outdoors, and also Snoqualmie Valley Ducks Unlimited Chairman. Welcome back to the show, Mike. How you doing, buddy? Doing good. Busy, busy, but, you know, getting through it all. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. Well, the annual banquet is Thursday, August 17th. This will be the first time in a number of years Tommy and I will not be able to attend as we have a prior engagement, but uh, the, the banquet must go on, so... Looks like doors open around 5.30, raffle tickets begin being sold, uh, you got the host bar opens up, that kind of gets the money flowing it seems, and um, silent auction begins at 6.30, um, dinner at 7. I mean, pretty much standard routine, a lot of folks are accustomed to that, but um, let's take a look at uh, what you got going on this year. Looks like another great event you guys have organized. How does uh, someone purchase tickets if they want to get there? Can they still purchase a table or can they purchase individual tickets? How does that work? Well, we're running low, so get on as quick oh, nice. as you can. Yeah, you can uh, You can easily you can just jump online and go to uh, Ducks Unlimited, you know, find an event in Washington, um, to click on events, and you'll see Snoqualmie Valley there. Click on the link there and and buy your tickets. Um, should be able to buy them at the door, but suggest that you uh, get online and get those just in case because right. uh, we're they're going fast. Right, that's right. So, Mike, you know, for those that that haven't been to this banquet, um, you know, and and I hadn't been in, until a handful of years ago, and you know, I, to be honest with you, I, I don't even hunt ducks, and I, <laughs> you know, maybe true. maybe that's yeah, um, yeah shouldn't be saying that right now but i absolutely love the banquet it's it's massive um yeah you've got a, a ginormous silent auction you've got some mm -hmm. crazy items for the live auction you've got games that you can win uh firearms and, and other prizes so talk to us a little bit what are some of the big ticket items uh in this year's event how about a helicopter hog hunt in Texas? Oh, oh I like How's that. How's that sound? That's not yes. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We got uh, multiple fishing trips, uh, hunting trips here in Washington, locally, uh, Eastern Washington. You know, we got a Leopold. Um, one of the live auction items is Leopold's donated uh, scope and spotting scope, range finder, you know, pretty much one of all their optics. And their scope, we're going to throw on a rifle. Um, we've got a bourbon package. We've got, oh my gosh, it just, it goes on and on. Yeah, There's does. so much stuff, yes, tens of thousands of dollars of stuff to be, to be, to go out to everybody. So it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Perfect. The table's, uh, cluttered with so much stuff in those packages, Tommy, yes. the turkey package that Mitch Kelly, that's right. Mitch Deppner won right. a couple years ago, got that turkey package. You got the, the, uh, the goose package, which, yep. Hey, you goose hunt. Yep. Right. This so is true. I do now. Yeah, you do now. Yeah. I mean, have, uh, yeah. and then they got the ducks and they got, they got all them different. They, they got something for everybody though, right? Because they Absolutely. have everything Fishing packages, from, you yeah. know, Magnum, mm -hmm. you know, Magnum caliber rifles yeah. to handguns. And it's right? perfect. You buy all your tickets, you throw them in your buckets, and then you sit at your table, right. wait for your number to be called, and yeah. walk away. The pro it's fantastic. Right. Bring a truck. Bring a Bring truck. Bring a truck. Yeah. True. The Very amount true. of prizes is unbelievable, and it's top quality stuff too. You're not just getting a bunch of second, you know, hand stuff. This is like some of the yeah, best primo. firearms and, and, and guns and shotguns in the industry. Um, Folks often ask, Mike, do you need to be a member to attend these DU banquets? Not at all. Not at all. But, you know, when you buy your ticket, you become a member. Right. Right. Yep. So, yeah. Hey, Come on in. You, uh, you, you, so so not, to, not to get away from the DU discussion, but you've got more on your plate as of late. You are oh, yeah. now a board member for Hatchery and Wild Coexist. Yep. I, I don't know how you how you do all these things. Tell us <laughs> yeah, tell us no, what's no going kidding. on here and what you're all right here. Like. It's all in the heart. It's all in the heart. Amen, brother. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Now you gotta do it. And on the uh Puget Sound Oversight Committee with WDFW. Um, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff, you know. Uh staying busy, you know, the smiles, the the money coming back to us for our wetlands, for our fish, for our hatcheries. I mean, what else can I do for my kids for for the environment for everything yeah uh, 
I won't give it up. It's just, it's, it's just great. Well, we now have a, a direct connect to Hatchering Wild here in Washington State. The organization mm-hmm. was generated out of Oregon. Don New does a fantastic job down there, but now you're kind of his Absolutely. partner in crime up here in Washington. So we're glad to announce that you are now representing in that regard, which is fantastic. Not that your plate's not full and you got plenty going on this DU event. So before we get out of here, once again, tell folks where they can go for tickets and what time the, uh, the doors open. Yeah, go online, uh, just ducks.org. Uh, hook in there and, and click on events. And it's pretty easy to surf right to that uh, local events and click the uh, get tickets. Get your tickets, get there. 5, 530, come on in, have a drink. Check out all the auction stuff, the raffles. You know, I think we're about 60 guns that we're giving away. Oh so get in there and get to it. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. All right, buddy. Never enough time. Always too much info, as we always say. And uh, But always always appreciate you taking time to jump on with us to, to get that uh, get that info out there. So have a great event. We're going to miss it this year, but uh, I know you guys will knock it out of the park. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You bet. You have bet. a good night. It's for the Ducks. It's for the Ducks. Mike for Olson. Ducks. Mikey Olson. Uh, it's Snoqualmie Valley Ducks Unlimited chair and uh, very involved with that. All right, jump out for a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We come back. We need to uh, set the uh, set the rumors straight. This derby is happening. We'll tell you all about it. We come back right here at Fish on Northwest. Support from Northwest Sportsmen make Federal Ammunition the world's leading ammunition manufacturer. Federal uses the industry's finest materials, giving you reliable ammunition that delivers superb accuracy and optimum performance. Northwest hunters rely on Sportco to provide the best selection and prices in the Northwest since 1985. Sportco and Outdoor Emporium in Fife and Seattle. Your journey begins here. All right, welcome back here to the show. Uh, Tommy, you know, the question's been tossed around. Social media's kind of blowing up. Area 11 is officially closed. It Sounds is. like not going to open back up till September 1st. So everybody's right. going, well, it looks like the Derby's canceled. The Derby, the Gig Harbor, Puget Sound Angler's 27th Annual Salmon Derby is not canceled. It is happening. You can fish Area 13, which is conducive to finding some Chinook as of late. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be a Derby winner probably come out of Area 13 because we got some other closures pending. But uh, first place, $3,000. Second place, $1,500. Third place, $500. Youth category, youth prizes. Entry fee is only $40 per person. Go to www.gigharborpsa.org. We have very few and far between salmon derbies anymore in Puget Sound, Tommy. So folks need to take advantage of this one. Come on out and support. Uh, Go to Sportco and purchase your tickets. Ace Hardware in Gig Harbor. King Salmon Marina. Narrows Bait and Tackle or Point Defiance. Now, things to pay attention to, especially if you're overfishing Area 13, awards will be at the Point Defiance Marina um, at 4 o'clock, but weigh-in is from 8 until 2 p.m., must be in line by 2 p.m. to weigh in your fish and win some prizes and money. The Derby is on, and we'll continue to remind you until it happens. Yeah, and, I mean, people should not complain about, you know, uh, Area 11 being closed because there is so many fish, and Area 13 is, <laughs> is going to be solid. Uh, trust me. We yep. used to run tournaments out of um, Port Orchard, um, Salmon Smackdown for Big Money Tournament back in 2010 to 2012. Yeah. And I ran all the way from Port Orchard all the way out to the Eastern Strait and hit the banks, hit Hind Bank and those banks out there, and then yep. ran all the way back. And so if I can do that, you, you know, can do it. people can go from can Point Defiance into Area 13 for sure. Uh, a few folks are firing off here, Tommy. Worth mentioning, yes, looks like Area 10. You yes. actually got the... That's right. So, yep, Area 10 is closing to the retention of Schnook. Yes. And going to one fish for the coho limit. You can only have one coho. So you can keep two pinks or a coho and a pink. Right. You can have two fish, but only one of which may be a hatchery coho. So does it say hatchery coho? So no more retention of wild coho in Area 10? Let's see. It just says retention of coho, actually. Okay, so you can still keep either or, but it's limited to one coho and one pink salmon and or two pinks. There you go. So as of tomorrow, the 4th, no more Chinook retention, no more uh, two coho retention in Area 10. The closures just keep coming. I yep. and you and a lot of other folks, uh, you know, have been fishing Puget Sound as of late. Amazing summer, some great opportunities, some fish runs. I mean, this is the most mm-hmm. resident coho slash coho in Area 10 they've seen in 25 years. Yeah. And I don't know who's driving this train right now and, and generating this whole thing, dropping us to a limit of one coho, but there has been three mm-hmm. times the number of coho caught 
since it opened than they have previously recorded in years. And I don't know how yeah. far back that data yeah. goes, but it's causing some concern. And I don't know if it's generating concern out of the co-managers or where this is coming from, but some people are banging their heads against the wall and deciding, hey, we need to close this down now. And we yeah. need to close this down now. Yeah. The Area 11 closure really fries me because it was mostly generated based on jacks. a high presence of yep. jack salmon, right? Right. right. Uh, uh, adipose clipped juveniles that have, right. well, returning you know, adults, but they categorize as sublegal because they haven't deciphered any other language in the saltwater for them. Right, and, so, how, and how do you do it? You know, it's hard to do. It's hard to do. Yeah, so, right. all right, uh, lots of info coming at you, and we're trying to get it all in here. But uh, that is going to do it for us on the first half of the show here on Root Sports. If you're tuning in live stream right now, don't go anywhere. Second half of the show coming up right after the break. Hey guys, I'm Big Mike. Come on down to the Edge Pro Shop and see me. We've got all the best brands under one roof. We've got Hawken, Procure, Short Bus, Pro Troll, Yakima Bait, Get Em Dry Jigs, Northwest Bait Scent, Daiwa Reels, North Fork Lures, North Wild, Brad's, Superfly, Rocky Mountain Tackle, and of course, the greatest rods ever built, Edge rods. All right, welcome back here to the show, Dwayne and Tommy Donlin. Tommy, it's blown up here on the messaging. You know, folks are pretty fired up about some of these closures. Mm -hmm. We kind of dipped our toe into the closure pool, but probably could elaborate on it quite a bit more, but we have so much on the docket tonight. We'll see if we can't get back to a bit of that, try to, you know, get some clarity here. But before we go there, uh, Brian Lynn, VP of Marketing and Communications at Sportsman's Alliance, no stranger to the show. Been on here often when we got some some you know topics to discuss that aren't always favorable to hear. But I'm glad you're back, and uh, thanks for taking time tonight, buddy. Thanks for having me on, guys. Absolutely. You so bet. it looks as of late, and this has been on the news as well. And you and I had a great discussion yesterday. The Biden administration used gun control legislation to remove funding in public schools for youth in archery and firearms, basically hunters ed. Okay. Uh, is this an example of how government gun control laws bleed over into and affect uh, our hunting rights? It, it totally is. It's a perfect example. Uh, I mean, this was supposed to not have anything to do with hunting at all. This was, uh, you'll hear Biden and uh, his press secretary talk about the gun control that they passed last year, the uh, Bipartisan Safer Communities Act. Mm -hmm. and, uh, it was, you know, this is where your red flag laws came in. There's funding for mental health. Well, within that, there was funding for public schools. And as they allocated this, you know, with it legislation, they wrote in that this cannot be used for training with a deadly weapon. What they were talking about and the intent of the language was resource officer training. Mm. That comes from a different funding pool. So they wanted to make that clear, but they didn't make it very clear. And now you have an administration that isn't too friendly to hunters and definitely not to gun owners. And so the Biden administration's Department of Education is reading that as a plain text, not the spirit. They're reading it by the letter of the law, which is an issue we have with legislation all the time. And within that, you know, dangerous weapon uh, clause that they have, they're extending that not to resource officers, but to students. PE classes that teach archery, hunter education classes, after school uh, sporting play sh shooters. So it sounds like they, they definitely morphed this legislation. It was done intentionally with intent, right, to go after this, this, you know, firearm and archery training within the public school system. But how will this affect R3? Because so many states have put money and dollars into those programs Maybe walk us through that and, and explain for the folks what R3 is. What does it mean? Yeah, uh, uh, recruitment, reactivation, and retention of hunters. It's, you know, the whole North American model depends upon hunters funding conservation. And so everybody, you know, as the boomers are aging out, we're losing hunters and anglers left and right. right. Have that younger generation coming up and, and taking their place. And we've seen this coming for, you know, a decade now or longer. And every state in the country has been working on R3 and bringing in more hunters and anglers. And this is a huge decimation to it. Uh, the NASP program that has, you know, almost 2 million, I think it's 1.9 million 
uh, shooters, which is your archery in the schools programs. Mm-hmm. Nine million students in 49 states that shoot. 91% of those kids said they would like to go on and do other outdoor activities. And so if you're, you're taking that built-in piece of the pie and removing it. This, uh, this bleeds over, though. You know, this, uh, you're removing a key component here, the education component. Tommy and I were talking before the show. This weighs in heavy on just awareness and overall uh, gun safety, gun education in the schools with the experts that are brought in to teach these kids about, you know, gun safety overall, aside from, you know, hunter's education. But you got that whole component where we have, you know, siblings and, and friends and, and children being killed every year due to handguns and things in the homes. If they're not getting it at home, and now they're not getting it at school, uh, we've we've lost out on a tremendous opportunity to help educate the kids in the safety of firearms and hunter's ed. Well, without a doubt. I mean, we have a high school uh, conservation science curriculum, and we're like, does this impact that? Right. You know, you know being a school administrators, they're going to be like, whoa, hands off. We don't want to deal with anything that is close to being a deemed a weapon or the use or promotion of it. So it's a huge impact. And, you know, we'll see what happens. There's some uh, talk of lawsuits. It was con- it was a congressional action. Congress could undo it. There's a couple of bills that are being floated out there to do that. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Is there any uh, anything persons can do, like can they contact, you know, state or local government uh persons or you know weigh in on this on in any uh any way shape or form get a hold of any legislators just right off the bat we put out an alert uh yesterday today that uh you know has preformed letters that you can do to uh contact your congressman right now it's congressional they're the ultimate fix right a lot could help but congress is the quick fix and they're the ones that need to fix it you know, uh, a lawsuit's going to be costly and time-consuming, but Congress could fix it very quickly in the next session. Right. So pressure by everybody in all 50 states would help. Gotcha. Real quickly before we go, um, <clears throat> excuse me, What? Uh, where can people sign on to uh, uh, Sportsman's Alliance and uh, find that information? Yeah, just go to Sportsmen's Alliance, M-E-N-S, sportsmensalliance.org, mm-hmm. and it's top news stories right there within that is a button that you can click it'll pop it up and send it immediately to your uh congressional representatives and senators with a preformed letter your name and everything else in it pretty easy perfect all right awesome always appreciate the information brian we keep in touch because you guys stay on top of it and things like this are important to get out to the public so they know what's going on behind the scenes this is uh blindsiding a lot of folks and really impacting the recruitment component that's so important as we move forward and uh, keeping our numbers up relative to hunting and fishing, as you expressed. So uh, great job staying on top of it, and we'll be in touch, buddy. Without a doubt. Thank you, guys. All right, have a great evening. All right, go to sportsmensalliance.org. Find out all the information on where to sign on and send letters to Congress and get this reversed and get get the safety back into the schools and the public education system. All right, jump out for a quick break. We come back. Ryan Elwell, our buddy Ryan. Tommy. That's right. <laughs> President and CEO of Mission Outdoors, it's time for the WTC. He's here to tell you all about it. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this break right here at on Northwest. All Defiance boats are built without any structural wood materials. That is why all boats are backed with a lifetime warranty. All Defiance boats come standard with large fish boxes that are fully insulated so that you can ice your fish properly all day. All Defiance boats are foam flotation filled and unsinkable for the ultimate in safety while fishing offshore. Before you buy any boat, stop by or call Defiance boats today to ensure you are getting the very best glass boat your money can buy. All right, welcome back here to the show. Uh, man, this thing is just flying by. I know, it does. We huh? just never have enough time. Yeah. Uh, hey, I want to bring you all back here to uh, Mr. Ryan Elwell, President and CEO of Mission Outdoors. Mm-hmm. He's been here in studio. He's been on the phone. He's been here a lot. And uh, we've been working on multiple things throughout the last couple of years, buddy. And I'm really glad to uh, continue that uh, venture down the road. But right now, it's time to talk about this up-and-coming major event you guys take care of each and every year and do such a phenomenal job. The uh, the WTC, the Washington Classic, August 11th and 12th. Um, what's happening on the 11th? Captain's meeting. Is that, that kind of get it all started? No, you know, Dwayne, we do the captain's meeting on Thursday. Um, we'll publish that. Uh, via YouTube on uh, Thursday evening. Uh, Friday is actually Big Fish Friday. It's an opportunity to pre-fish gotcha. for the event. 
And uh, Saturday is the main event, so we're really looking forward to being out there and I uh, love seeing everybody in Westport. Hey, Ryan, how many teams do we currently have signed up? Is there still some room left? And then how, left how do people and, sign up? Yeah, uh, definitely room left. We've uh, kind of structured this event so that we can uh, take new registrations right up until the last minute. Uh, we plan for a few uh, last-minute entries. We want people to come and attend. We don't want to prevent anyone uh, from coming out. And uh, if folks want to sign up, um, they can just visit missionoutdoors.org slash WTC and uh, sign up there. Um, they can also just uh, reach out to me directly at ryan at missionoutdoors.org and uh, we'll get folks signed up. If you're having trouble signing up uh, for whatever reason, reach out. We'll make sure you're on the list. And, uh, and also, if uh, folks don't want to fish the event but want to come out and serve our uh, veteran heroes, um, there's always opportunities to take vets out to crab or salmon fish, depending on what's going on with those seasons. And uh, um, and we, we're going to have great food. So um, no matter what, we're going to eat well. Beautiful. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. Not everybody is going to head out to the tuna grounds. And as far as I've understood, and you and I have talked about this a few times, Ryan, you always have more vets than you have space available, unfortunately. So if I'm sitting home, I got a boat, and I'm, you know, pretty uh, pretty good on the crabbing and or salmon fishing out of Westport and want to uh, offer my uh, my boat up on Saturday, come on down there and load a vet or two on board with me and my family or friends, whatever, and take them out crabbing or salmon fishing. How do I make that yeah. happen? How do I how do I show up with my boat and get veterans on my boat? Well, first of all, just email me at ryan at missionoutdoors.org. And, uh, and even if you're new to crabbing and uh, salmon fishing in Westport, or maybe you're worried that you don't have the right gear, we can help with all of that. We'll help facilitate a safe trip out um, and back in. And uh, we've got folks that uh, can help you learn those fisheries. Um, but uh, do reach out. You can also uh, log into our website, missionoutdoors.org, and uh, click on the volunteer button and uh, offer your services that way too. We'd love to have you. And we always have the best time in Westport. Absolutely. So uh, Tommy and crew will be uh, be out there fishing mm -hmm. in the in the uh, in the event, of course. And Shing and I will be down there and set up along the old boardwalk and uh, selling all the FHN swag. We got tons of tuna gear, lingcod right. gear, right? We That's got a right. lot of the saltwater yeah. stuff that people really want. We'll be there on the old boardwalk, and uh, the event is happening uh, Friday and Saturday. Um, also, you bring back the kids' trout pond there uh, in that downtown area in that little street fair area. Talk a little bit about the street fair and the, some of the vendors that goes on. Yeah, that's a good point, um, Dwayne. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, we do close down uh, two blocks in Westport. Um, first of all, just to make it a safe place for families to hang out. Um, there you can walk in the street and not look both ways. Um, and uh, we're also going to have a trout pond uh, for the kids. And uh, being around the way station is always a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, have, uh, we'll all be hanging out there. And uh, it's just an opportunity to celebrate uh, all these boats out, being able to fish for tuna, uh, donating the fish back to Mission Outdoors, us being able to can that and uh, send it out to the food bank. So it's really a, a fun day to, to be together and uh, to come together for the common good to support our food banks and our veteran heroes, as well as the uh, city of Westport. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic event. You guys do a great job. Tommy gets to uh, reap the rewards that he will uh, bring to the competition <laughs> at the uh, at the uh, award ceremony, which I can't can't wait to see all that going uh, going down. So Lots of food. Uh, real quick before we get out of here, if folks just want to show up and come and hang out at the awards, uh, how do they go about getting dinner? What do they got to contribute to get dinner? Um, yeah, we're going to be at American Sunset RV Park, and uh, we'll be using the large field uh, right behind um, the uh, multi-purpose room, and uh, you can't miss it. Um, first of all, if you're in the neighborhood and you want to come have dinner with us, please come. Um, we'll, we'll have the opportunity for folks to make a donation that want to eat. Um, I think we sell dinner tickets for like 10 or 15 bucks, but uh, um, do come hang out, uh, meet some of our veterans, uh, watch the awards ceremony and uh, all the fun things that take place. Um, so American Sunset RV Park is where we'll be, and uh, we're going to kick that off around 6 o'clock on Saturday night. Perfect. Looking forward to awesome. it, buddy. Can't wait to see you and the crew down there. We'll be spending a couple days together. Tommy's going to be out there roping fish. He's going to... He's going to put FHN on the map down there for uh, doing it. Couldn't have picked a better day, too. What a, what a great day. The be best day of the year. Yeah. August 12th. Yeah. <laughs> and there might just be a, a 40th birthday party there that goes on after the awards There may be a 40th birthday ceremony. going afterwards. That could get pretty crazy. So looking yeah. forward to it. All right. 
appreciate all you do and for how much you take care of the vets because that's what it's all about and this is going to be another another fantastic event we encourage everybody to join us down there looking forward to it man Great. Thanks a lot. Appreciate right. it. Thanks, Ryan. Have a good, have a good one. Ryan Elwell, sure. President CEO of Mission Outdoors, Washington Tuna Classic. Check out Mission Outdoors at uh, missionoutdoors.org and uh, sign up. Just come down, spend the day, say hi to vets, and hang out, get some great food, watch the awards. It's a heck of a party. It's a lot of fun. All right. Jump out for a quick break. We come back. We're going to jump into the bait lab. We're going to talk about these Brad's 360 Evolution Flashers and, of course, the Brad's uh, Cup Plugs, why we're using them in the salt water and how efficient they are. Bait Lab, we come back right here, Fishing Northwest. The Northwest favorite for almost 40 years, Arima boats are manufactured with pride in Bremerton, Washington. All Arima boats are built without any structural wood materials. That is why Arima boats are backed with a lifetime warranty. Arima can offer every boat with Honda outboard packages so that you can take advantage of the reliability and five-year top-to-prop warranty from your Honda outboard. Call or stop by Arima Boats today and let them help you get into your very next boat. All right, welcome back here to Fish on Northwest. We are in the Bay Lab. Bay Lab presentations, <clears throat> excuse me, brought to you by Sport Co. and Outdoor Emporium. Pretty much everything you see on the table here, well, with the exception of maybe the tuna, uh, can be purchased at Sportco or Outdoor Emporium. And if you're out of the area, check them out online. They do ship, so take advantage of their uh, great prices and their shipping. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about the Brad's Evolution uh, Flasher, the 360 Flasher. Uh, Tommy and I talked about it earlier in the show. You have three adjustments on here uh, with your pull points, depending on your current and uh, how aggressive of agitation you want on this thing. I more times than not am running it on this center uh, pull point and it works fantastic. One thing I've done on a few of these because I've been using them now out in the salt water because I really like the action on the flasher and I also like the built-in uh, quick release. So one of the very few flash, uh, flashers on the market that has a built-in uh, release, when that fish grabs your presentation, now you're fighting ex you know, exclusively the fish with your contact point there and not this flasher. It's just gonna hang freely and not put up any resistance, especially with barbless hooks. You don't want the flasher going uh, in a direction that's gonna bring that hook loose from, the, uh, from your fish. So the, um, the flashers work great. It's a 10 inch flasher versus 11. The, uh, the action on them are fantastic. Again, Puget Sound and dark water conditions, I've added glow tape to the back and this really seems to be performing well. I'm very happy. I'm running a number of different colors, chartreuse and green, chartreuse and glow, and then glow on the back, chrome. It's all, they're all working, they're all getting it done. Um, so I've been running those in Puget Sound, very happy with the success. The other thing I've been doing, buddy Matt Messing's been doing it the entire season and just absolutely killing it on the coho and now the pinks and, and earlier uh, Chinook prior to this uh, pending closure. The Brad's, Super bait cup plugs, either in the full size or the mini, various colors. It's just been getting it done day in and day out. The nice thing is you stuff those with uh, tuna. So I got my uh, my container of tuna here. I like to use the tuna with the oil or packed in oil. And I also add additionally to that some krill. Now I got options. I can also add you know Atlas Mike's uh, tuna oil for extra oil coming off of it. I add the krill oil. You have uh, your options with the uh, the Potskis. Uh, liquid krill. This is a water-soluble krill. You can mix that in there. That does just fine. You can, if you want to thicken it up a little bit, dry it out a little bit, you can mix the, the Potsky's krill powder, the Firepower krill powder. That actually just kind of dries it up a little bit, makes it a little uh, more durable. But I like it to be a little sloppy, a lot of oil in there, lots of scent coming off as you're on your troll. Yes, oil rises in water, but hey, if we're fishing 160 feet down and it's rising up slowly through the water column as you're on the troll, does it really matter? You're getting that scent out there. I like that oil just disperses so well uh, when it gets into the water. So I'm stuffing them with tuna and I'm keying in on colors that, well, for the most part, have been working really well out there in Puget Sound. We're talking about this Twisted Sister. Look at the combination. It's got glow, it's got pink, it's got green, it's got everything the Chinook and Coho want. A lot of these are fixed with a glow strip on the back or the entire back side of some of these are completely glow. So these full-size ones with the glow, these uh, the minis with uh, glow on one side or on the back, the Twisted Sisters working well. The Seahawk is another fantastic color. Blues and greens, right? A little higher in the water column. The blues and greens are getting it done 
Kind of mimics the colors of some of the herring out there. Got the glow strip on the back side. Again, rigging these with a, with a double two-out hook combination, uh, stacked beads on any configuration, and you can rig these in a number of different ways. Here I got beads. The key is to get it to where it allows that first hook to be at the back edge or the tail of that uh, plug. Here I've gone, uh, rigged these ones up last year. I was fishing treble hooks for a while to see how that works. Just basically bury that, um, that treble hook up there in the what we call the garage area, trail that other treble out the back, pinched in the rubber band. That works very well. Caught a number of fish with that combination. Here's one uh, Scott Cole had uh, showed me, and I really like this one now. So fishing this on about a 32 to 34, maybe a 36-inch leader on these full-size uh, brads. And then on the back side here, I've simply put one glow bead, as a bumper, and then we're using a Brad's bead chain down to a siwash hook that we crimp on that bead chain, and it's a single hook presentation. And the nice thing about that is you have 360 rotation, and I've landed a good number of Chinook on this plug. And one thing I really like about this uh, plug, and this is the uh, yeah the Netzel Special, uh, is the glow properties in the chrome. First thing in the morning, low light conditions, glow, glow, glow. Fill it with the tuna. Rig it with that bead chain. You got 360 spin on that. The fish are not coming off. Um, I like to use that sickle hook because of that anchor point. We're barbless. Um, but on that bead chain and this full-size presentation, it's working very well. Another one that's working well is, uh, again, pinks, pearls, glow. This is our fatal attraction. That one is uh, getting it done in the full-size plug. Lots of combinations to choose from. Use your tuna, fill the chambers, double hook, single hook, however you want to rig them. Work them with your Brad's 360 flasher. You're going to find success on Chinook, Coho, and Pinks in Puget Sound. All right, it's going to do it for us here in the Bait Lab. We'll jump out for a quick break. We'll be back in studio to close out the show right after this. Defiance Marine is the one-stop shop for the Pacific Northwest Angler. Defiance Marine guarantees the best price on a new and best service on a repower for your current boat. Defiance Marine is a Honda premier dealership and one of the largest on the West Coast. Defiance Marine is a boat dealer who proudly sells Defiance, Allied, and Arima boats. All boats are built by West Coast fishermen for West Coast fishermen. Defiance Marine has all your boating needs to help you get out on the water. All right, welcome back here to the show as we close it out. Uh, a few folks are asking, Tommy, looks like Clayton's asking on here. Any volunteers needed for the Tuna Classic? Uh, typically, yes. Yeah, uh, always. Contact yep. Ryan Elwell uh, at ryan at missionoutdoors.org or jump on to the missionoutdoors.org uh, webpage uh, mm -hmm. or hit him up on Facebook. And uh, if you're willing to come down there, Clayton, you're down there all the time anyway, but uh, yeah, willing to lend a hand, uh, let them know because volunteers are always needed. Uh, speaking of which, Tommy, you my friend, have assembled your team. We'll be out there yeah. fishing, chasing tuna uh, at the Classic. Are you going to get any time in on the water before you get out there? Before, Absolutely. Before we'll, be, we'll be pre-fishing the event. Mm -hmm. We always do, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. you got to go out there, see what the conditions are like, see where the tuna are, mm -hmm. see what's working, see what's not working, right? So, yeah, we always do at least one pre-fishing day. Yeah, not going in blind. Right. That doesn't yep. make a lot of sense, right? Yeah. Um, looks like you got a pretty good crew lined up this year. Yeah. Any, any newbies to the... Uh, to the uh, matrix there um there is there is a newbie who you happen to know, <laughs> I our, know our former I know. producer josh yes, mannon right? yes josh and, is excited uh, to, to jump on board with that yeah Absolutely. and i mean he's no he's no stranger to to fishing i mean he fishes all over the place right and he fishes yeah. with me out of nia bay he does um Solid but this will be the tuna game will be new for him mm -hmm. but i am the least worried about josh so yeah no he's um, uh he's a solid stick he's good on the deck he yeah. understands right he yeah knows how to get it done um you are are you fishing to win this thing you know it's funny so my mentality going into every tournament is you know just just have fun i i don't honestly i don't think about i don't think about it to, to tell you the truth because every day i try to you know replicate the program yeah and i run the same way on a day where i'm just fishing for fun mm -hmm. as you know the day that i fish the tournament yeah i'd say that the only the only difference is that in a tournament day i will make moves that you know i mean i'll go 20 miles if i need to i'll go 30 mm -hmm. miles right mm -hmm. um I'll, i will cover a lot of water looking for tuna 
and looking for prime condition if I can't find it where I'm at, mm-hmm. um, or if I just don't like the size of the fish that, that we're catching, right? Um, I'll make a move until we find those fish, and, and on, a, on a fun day, right, I may not do that. Right? Sure, so, yeah, that makes sense. So more miles on the boat for sure during yeah. a tournament day. But there's really, there's really no secret to it. You know, the difference between halibut fishing and salmon fishing and tuna fishing is that tuna fishing is experienced at Mach 9. The speed of the bite and the, the game that you have to play and the plan you have to execute happens really fast, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You get five tuna on, you got to be shuffling your feet. You know, that's where all those lineman drills came in handy for me, <laughs> yeah. right? Quick hands, yeah. quick feet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's really, I think that's the difference between some of the good teams and some of the teams that are not mm-hmm. quite in that upper quartile mm-hmm. uh, in the event yeah. is that their speed is off and they don't know how to quickly hook tuna and quickly get them in the boat and then repeat the process over and over again because, you know, those fish are, are up underneath the boat, they're feeding but they're not going to stay there forever, right? Sure. So you have to give them a reason to be there in the first place, and mm-hmm. then you have to capitalize on it when you can. Yeah, absolutely makes yeah. sense. Well, wish you the best of luck. We got uh, one more show before the tournament, so we'll be back here next week. I'm pre-fishing. Oh. I'm pre-fishing next week. Oh, you're not here? Well, the tournament is next week, yeah. This is true. All right, That's Tommy's right. out of here, and we are close to being out of here. I want to thank everybody for tuning in this evening. Uh, next week will be uh, our first go at our one-hour show that will end up on Root Sports, so we're pretty excited about that. More info on that to come. Uh, have a great week, everybody. Get out and fish. We'll see you next Thursday right here at Fish Hunt Northwest. Hey, thanks for joining us here on the Fish Hunt Northwest weekly podcast. I want to remind everyone that you can catch our weekly live stream show on our Facebook page and, of course, our YouTube channel every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. West Coast time. You'll get our insightful in-studio interviews, our extremely detailed how-to segments in the bait lab, the infield segments we bring to you when we're on the water or in the woods, and of course, our amazing cooking recipes in the kitchen with co-host Sherry England and chef Jeff Maxfield. Give us a follow on our Facebook page at Fish Hunt Northwest. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel at Fish Hunt NW. Find us on Twitter and Instagram, and finally, Go to our webpage at www.fishhuntnw.com for all the latest and greatest info. Join us each week here on our podcast. Join us each week at our live production. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.